Welcome to Pardon the Intermission, a podcast that takes a look at movies, TV, and all things entertainment from the past, the present, and the future. Remember to subscribe and like the podcast and give a review. This helps out the podcast and is greatly appreciated. Now on to the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Pardon the Intermission. Yeah, everybody's favorite podcast where we talk about entertainment, TV, and all sorts of fun things, and we geek out, and yeah, you guys are going to love it. And that was Jason, and uh, I'm Eric. Yeah, yeah. uh, how you doing, Eric? Pretty good. How are you doing? uh, Not too bad, I guess. Uh, Still still rolling with the punches and uh, still geeking out every day, man. (laughs) Wearing my Star Wars shirt right now as we speak. By the way, where'd you get that shirt? I like that shirt. Target twelve ninety nine. Really? <laughs> yes. That, I, that's a very cool shirt. It's very retro. It's it's yep. this, the Star Wars shirt. Which it's has a circle, but it looks kind of faded. The the graphics do, and it's the uh, X wing fighter, uh, right? Tie fighter. Yeah, uh, going after the tie fighter. Yeah, yeah with the laser uh, shots. I'm I'm yeah. usually pretty much a snob with my Star Wars shirts. Sometimes I'll go online and get them on these expensive geek boy t shirt websites where they cost like thirty or forty bucks. But when I saw this one at Target, I'm like twelve ninety nine. Yeah, oh, I I buy most of my stuff at Kohl's and Target, man. <laughs> nice. I'm not gonna right. like listen when I'm at Disney. I'm not paying that kind of money. You know, I can't forget say it. that I blame you. Yeah, yeah. And I haven't <laughs> found one yet online that's like, oh yeah, that's worth the the cash for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Neither of us. But I'm cheap, so anyway. Hey. We're all cheap then. That's hey, we're right. gonna we're gonna try something a little uh, a little new, a little interesting. This this uh, podcast, we're gonna go through some uh, topics. We're gonna do like uh, uh, entertainment news. Yeah, there's and, a lot uh, out there. Yeah, and go, just kind of hit a lot of uh, quick topics in the show here, and mm-hmm. just kind of fly through them. And uh, so let's let's get started. Now, you had a lot of stuff that you had uh, written down here. Yeah, yeah. So I, uh, I was gonna say the first one here is Lightyear. I know yeah. that Buzz Lightyear is coming out. Um, yes, it is. It's, so. Well, let's talk about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, Lightyear is the newest uh, Disney Pixar film that's coming out uh, next weekend. I think it uh, comes out on the 24th, which is Friday. Okay. And uh, obviously, as you guys have probably already heard and already seen the teasers, it is the uh, the Buzz Lightyear solo movie. Uh, this is obviously Buzz Lightyear being the popular character from the Toy Story films, which I love. Great films. Mm-hmm. Um, this one's a little bit different because, again, it just focuses on Buzz, not the toy, but Buzz, the actual character. Yeah. And uh, I guess something I I was kind of like a little bit irritated about, Eric, was that Chris Evans is voicing the character of Buzz Lightyear, not Tim Allen. And I guess that has made a lot of people irate because they want to hear Tim Allen's voice, not yeah. Chris Evans, aka Captain America. Well, they're they're familiar with with Tim Allen, you know. I mean, they I mean, we grew up not grew up literally, yeah. but I mean, you know, the Toy Story movies grew up with Tim Allen. Yep. Uh, yeah. voicing the character. Um so are you not happy with Chris Evans voicing or is it just you think just the general public's making a big thing is that what you were was that the point general public's just making a big stink okay I'm fine with Chris Evans voicing to be honest with you because I mean look no knock on Tim Allen but he's not getting any younger (laughs) and uh, you know even though he has a he even though he created a great character in Buzz Lightyear move on let, yeah. Let's see. Let's see who else can voice Buzz. Well, know? and at the same time, too, what I hear, you know, a lot of people, you know, because we do live in a woke society, a lot of people don't uh, don't like the don't like the Tim Allen uh, don't like Tim Allen <gasps> just because of, <laughs> because of some of his opinions. So you know, there there was that, and then plus two, yep. I guess this movie is is supposed to be it's supposed to be the movie. That got Andy, the kid from Toy Story, excited about Buzz Lightyear, right? Yeah, that's right. Bought the toy. Yeah. But it was weird because I got, I always got the impression that it was more of a 
cartoon movie or more of you know rather than this this form because they say that this one is more of a dark uh, Buzz Lightyear yeah so but at the same time this was supposed to be like you know how Star Wars originally was for me when I was a kid growing up mm-hmm. um, saw it in the theater uh, in 77 this one is supposed to be Andy's Star Wars this Buzz Lightyear right so that's yep. why he's so excited about this character and all that so yep. that's how yeah. it ties into the Toy Story yeah yeah exactly so nice. uh, Disney's actually been or Pixar and Disney have been pretty tight-lipped about the plot of the film they've tr- they've done their best to make sure that a lot of stuff doesn't get leaked but look it's all the Pixar films that come out always rake big bucks at the box office. I'm sure this one will too, regardless of how good or how bad it is. But I, I want to see it just because uh, I want to see what direction they take uh, They take the character on this one. I, I want to see it too. I may wait. I may wait yeah. to stream it. Okay, okay. Yeah, rather than see it at the, at the theater though. You have Disney Plus, you might as well. So, yeah, yeah, I'm paying for that. <laughs> right? I'm paying for that one. Yep. So what's the next on the list here? What do we got? Well, okay, so you know, okay, in our previous episode, I mentioned that I was a huge Game of Thrones fan. Still uh-huh. Game of Thrones fans. I, I read the books, most of them. Uh, obviously, love the series, except for the final three seasons, which have you read? Have you read, I'm oh, sorry to interrupt, but have yeah. you read all the books? Not all of the books. I've read the first three, and then I've read... Uh, um, a Feast for Crows, which was a snooze fest. Mm. And then I'm just getting into Dance with Dragons right now, which is not supposed to be much better, but remains to be seen. Are, but, are they tough to get through? Because um, I hear they're very wordy and very long the, uh, and very all the books are that way. But. All the books are that way, yeah. They're over a thousand pages long. <sighs> and they are what makes them interesting is that, like the series, they focus on just specific on the specific characters. So they're not oh, yeah. titled okay. traditional chapters like uh, the first, like each book starts off with one character goes to the next next character back to that original character so on and so forth. So okay. George R. R. Martin, the author, bounces back and forth with all the characters, and that's how they're they're set up and titled. Gotcha. But the reason I bring this up is because yes. I saw online today that HBO is actually going to be coming out with a uh, John Snow sequel series not prequel people but sequel series i saw that too so yeah you know that for those of you who are familiar with game of thrones you know that Jon snow is the bastard son of ned stark mm-hmm. who was uh he got short, killed in the first season poor, yeah poor sean bean <laughs> always gets killed that's not fair but this one piques my interest eric because okay so hbo is already going to be coming out with um the prequel to the game of thrones series yeah. called uh, house of dragons yes. which is about targaryen house targaryen mm-hmm. well now they're planning on the john snow sequel series i'm kind of getting the same vibe from this that i'm getting with all the star wars stuff out there it's like they're making stuff right now just to kind of just milking it <clears throat> they're just milking it for all it's worth so well, you know i, I, I think know. i i this is the, this is what i think and i I agree with you. I think they're milking it, but yeah. let me yeah. tell you this: I I really don't care to watch. I mean, when Game of Thrones happened and and the ending, yeah. I, I I was basically done with it. I think they yep. should have. If what they should have done is they actually should have uh, did the. They probably didn't think about it till later, but they should have did, did the Jon Snow uh, series right after that because I think people they would have mm-hmm. maybe recaught those fans that they had lost yeah. with the ending with with the last uh, season or two oh, seasons easily. of Game of Thrones. Yep. Um, that was their mistake, but I don't yeah. care to watch the House of Dragons or whatever that's called. I mean, I could care less to be honest. I'm not going to watch it. Um, the Jon Snow, I actually might watch because this is going to probably pick up after he's banished, right? He's banned. He has to go off into the whatever lands again for what the second or third time. Third, I think. Third, third time, I yeah, think, yeah. So he, he's he's uh, uh, yeah. So anyway, that 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 might be interesting. I, I would. 
Uh, yeah, uh, it has potential, but uh, the reason why there's trepidation in my voice is because, you know, whenever popular franchises tend to focus on just one character, oops, Star Wars Obi-Wan Kenobi, which we were just raving about in our last episode. Yeah, yeah. Um, sometimes you, you tend to dilute the character's popularity. True, that, yeah. Uh, that really kind of leaves a sour taste in your mouth. So uh, I will I will watch it at first and give it a chance, but if it really stinks to high, you know what? Then I'll probably just click off and watch something else on HBO Max. Mm. I, I hope I, I think I would watch it because I just want them to do this character right. You know, yeah. I think they screwed up. Maybe they maybe they can bring it back around and kind of you know. Uh, I, I don't so. know, but that that would be the only reason. As far as the House of Dragons, I'm like, man. Anyway, but. anyway. <laughs> Well, the next one here is, uh, um, you know, a couple of uh, movies came out. We can do uh, just a quick what we thought. Yeah. Uh, I have not seen one of them that's listed, okay. yeah. uh, Jurassic World. Ah, okay. So I'll let you go ahead and talk about that. Yeah, okay, Jurassic World Dominion. Where do I go with this? Um, okay, <laughs> this one should have been shoved back to the Mesozoic era and never been revived <laughs> as a genetic experiment. Um, okay, so... Yeah, I went and saw Jurassic World Dominion last night, or the other night, uh, on Wednesday with my wife, and um, I gotta tell you, being honest with you, look, I love the Jurassic Park films, most of them. This film, to me, really bit the big one. Mm. The action scenes are really good. I love the action scenes. They have some really good action in there, but the storyline is not... It's not central around the creation of the dinosaurs like the previous films were. Mm. This one is all about corruption and greed. It's all about Alan Grant and Ellie Sadler and Jeff Gold and uh, Ian Malcolm coming back to take this um, this secret spliced gene or DNA of these enhanced locusts. Spoilers! Spoiler alert! Spoilers! Oh yeah, sorry. Spoiler okay, alert! I just I just blew it there for those of you who haven't seen it yet. So basically what you guys need to know is that it's centered more around corporate greed, corporate corruption, and still the fact that they're playing with fire and they're, con- they're trying to control something that they can't control because they can't comprehend the severity of what they've done. Um, it, look, it, it'll be a fun film for those original Jurassic Park fans because, again, you get to see Alan Grant. Yeah, Malcolm. that's what I wanted to see. And, I wanted yeah. to see the those original all the all the characters uh, coming together from all the Jurassic right, which they do movies which they do. come together. That's like, oh yeah, yeah. that's going to be awesome, you know. But it's but. like this one and this one. The dinosaurs roam free and careless throughout the North American continent, throughout the entire globe, and it's just like as they should. No, I'm just hey, teasing. Them. <laughs> As Maybe. they should not. <laughs> As they, no well, way. No man. raptors. I don't, I don't want a T-Rex in my backyard. What are you talking about? <laughs> but um, I just felt like this one left something to be desired. Okay. But it's funny because while this is supposed to be the final film in the Jurassic series, yeah. it felt like to me that they left the door open to now, do course, another one. Of course. So I'm feeling Universal will run out of money here in about it's 10 years. Never. It's going to be like a Friday the 13th. It's going to go on Friday the 13th, part 20. You know, It's going to go right. on forever. Jurassic Alan, World, part 20. Alan Grant will come back in the wheelchair i said i was never coming back but i have oh sorry let me put this the break on this thing here. So, yeah yeah uh overall folks if you want to wait for this one to stream i would i, I would recommend it okay yeah. um moving on here uh top gun on the list which i did see and yes. absolutely loved loved it i love top gun yes. Maverick too yes i gotta say i mean i, I watched the original in the theater um I like the original, and I yeah. like this one just as much. I mean, this this one is, uh, to me, it, it holds true to the original. 
Um, I, I think it, it really brings back that blockbuster feel. You know, people, it was funny because right before this movie came out, there was a lot of, of talk about how the blockbuster, Hollywood blockbuster was over. It was right. done. That there's, right. they're not going to do it. You know, they're, they're done. It's, it's not happening anymore, especially with streaming and everything. There's no way. Yep. I think Top Gun pr- proved them wrong. I mean, Spider-Man had a good run too. Spider-Man did. Uh, when it came out, but uh, uh, Top Gun also showed that, yeah, no, if you put a good product out there, people will come to see it, um, yeah, and, and you're rewarded for it, so, yeah, yeah I liked know, it. Yeah, I, I loved it, too. I really loved the the, the aerial cinematography with uh, mm. the F-18s that were used in the filming of this movie, and uh, even though I think Tom Cruise is nuttier than a fruitcake, <laughs> yeah. um, I, I, I... He's I, a great I, actor. He's a great actor who makes really fun movies, damn yeah. him, yeah. but what I liked about it was that, uh, you know, he had the introduction at the beginning of the movie where he talks about how there was no CGI or digital effects used in the Yeah, that's right. He did that. That was interesting. Yeah. All the actors had to learn how to fly F-18s. They flew yeah. at real Gs, real speed, real time, and then mm-hmm. they put the cameras inside the cockpits to give the audience an immersive feel of like what it's actually like to fly in one of these amazing uh, machines. Yeah. And that's what I loved about it the most. So the aerial cinematography was just, I mean, blew me away, out of my mind. I was just like, wow, this is intense, and it is good. Well, yeah, I mean, listen, it, it's it's Top Gun, and if you saw the first one, um, it's, it's you know, it's it, as far as the Top Gun itself, you know, there's some corny moments and stuff and all that. But, I mean, overall, it, it works really well, and it doesn't stand out as, you know, oh, this is too corny, you know? I mean, they yeah. do the whole beach volleyball or the beach football scene, which is you know is related to the the original volleyball one you know hey, it was in the a team building movie. exercise <laughs> watch what you say and you know so i mean a lot of people gave it gave top gun the original movie uh, uh, a lot of uh, guff because they uh, right. had that scene in there but i mean you know listen it, that's what i'm saying it is what it is yeah. but it but they do it really really well and also just to clarify too now they did not f- actually fly they they okay. uh, the 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 planes themselves. It was interesting. I was I was listening that uh, to a guy talk about that. They actually had it was two seaters. Yeah, they had an actual pilot flying. Oh, so and the then they was had the, was the pilot in the back seat or the front? The pilot I think was in the front. Okay, and then they they mounted the cameras to where the actual actors were the only ones that because of the I guess it was because of the format uh, yeah. 4D Max or whatever that is. Right, right. But anyway, they had these cameras and that the actors actually had to try to do certain things to these cameras while they're flying. Yeah. Because they were the only ones that could operate them at the time in the plane. But anyway, they had so they but they were in the planes, they were experiencing everything. They just weren't actually flying them. The government would not allow that. They would not allow them to do that. Yeah. Now except okay. except in the last scene okay. when Tom Cruise is flying that that plane, that little prop plane. The P fifty one Mustang. Yeah, yeah. That's actually his plane. No kidding. Yeah, so he's he's flown. Did you see that one he did with uh, what's his name? Corden. What's that guy's name? James Corden. James Corden. Yeah. Oh, no, I missed that. Oh yeah. So he he's using that same plane. He's got that same plane, and okay. they do a little comedy bit. So if you guys <laughs> go on YouTube okay. and watch that, I will. I yeah, will. they they got a great comedy bit in that. Anyway, wow. so yes, Top Gun is a definite. Yes, see. definite must see. Jurassic World Dominion. Wait and stream. <laughs> Wait. All right. Yeah. Uh, what's next on the list here? Okay. Well. All right. So. Uh, last week, uh, actually, maybe it's been a little bit over a week, but I think uh, the CEO, the COO of Netflix, addressed all of their shareholders at their shareholders meeting, and he mentioned that Netflix is going to be um, waning itself from all of its original produced content that they have been churning out, and they're going to focus more on bringing some more popular in-demand slash blockbuster movies onto their platform. Okay. All of this comes on the heels of, I guess, Netflix's uh, stock options and shares having dropped. Yeah, they tanked. Um, yeah. yeah, they tanked big time. 
And so a lot of that was due to the original content. They just produced way too much content. It didn't generate what they thought it would. And so mm-hmm. now the CEO says they're going in a different direction. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know, Eric. Maybe I'm just thinking too much about this, but is this is this doom and gloom here for Netflix? Or are we starting to see the beginning of the end for this uh, streaming behemoth? I don't. I don't think so. I think you know we, we go back to you know that woke word, and I think uh, you know okay. they they've had a lot of from what I heard too. The the uh, was it the is it the CEO CFO whoever it was, but somebody yeah. had mentioned that listen they're kind of going to pull away from it because I think they see with like Top Gun they see with these type of movies that you know they're so popular yeah. and that the other content that they're making is not. And so they're going to follow the money, I okay. think, is what's happening. So, yes, I think okay. I think they, in my opinion, I think they are going to go through a, a, a tough time here. You know, a lot of their original content, um, some of it was good. But I know, like, we, we will talk about Stranger Things at some point. But yeah. some of it was good. Stranger Things is very good. And some of it was crap. Power of so, dog. I think if you, well, I think if you, you know, if you're dishing out tons and tons of money, yeah. you know, and, you know, we're an economy where the money's drying up. Oh, yeah. So I, I think right now, so I, I think that, yes, they are definitely going to gonna focus. I don't know. You said they're going to stop doing, they're going to stop budgeting for original and they're focusing more on proven like already movies that have already been released, proven blockbusters and stuff. Yeah, what I gathered from it was that they're just going to expand their online streaming library is what they're going to do. Because I also heard, you know, it was it was a while back, quite a few months back that I think they lost, I can't remember exactly what it was, they lost a big portion of streaming content and Disney, because Disney actually picked it up. Okay. You know, because there's always bidding wars for these this yep. content, and I think Disney was looking to add more content, okay. and so they outbid them. And so I think that's what it is. You know, these guys okay. are, are now... That's the problem is you have so many of these streaming services and now they're going to be, there's only so much content, even old reruns content, you know, even, you know, old black and white shows and they're, right, and they're right. all fighting for this stuff and not everybody can, can, uh, uh win, you it, know, so. It, right. Everyone wants to have their slice of cake and eat it too. And yeah. unfortunately it's just not possible. I think if, if they laser beam, I, I think if this makes them laser beam focus on really good content, like we go back to Stranger Things or, or shows that have been, um, it's funny, I'm just getting, uh, right now I'm, I'm on the third season, I think it is, of the show called The Last Kingdom. Okay. Have you ever watched it? No, I haven't. It's uh, it's set like back in the, uh, in like 900 AD, when uh, before England was actually formed, and it's like the Danish people, the Vikings are coming into, uh, you know, the Ooh, England okay. and, and uh, you know, okay. and, and dealing with... Uh, the English there and, and uh, a lot of wars and stuff. It's a very interesting uh, oh, show. Okay. It's kind of, I guess it would be kind of Game of Thrones-ish, but without dragons and all that stuff. It's just literally medieval Is it like the knights. Viking, is it like the Vikings kind of? You know, I haven't watched that show, The okay. Vikings. Neither but have I. My, my point is that it, it's a really good show. So okay. I, I picked it up. I started watching it. It's a really good show. Now, if they yeah. can laser beam focus on these really good shows, spend the money on that stuff, and not worry about all this okay. other goofy content that's not going to bring anything in. That's just going right. to give them points and, and, you know, and again, just a political clarify, points or something. Right. And just to clarify, Netflix will still produce original content, but they won't be coming out with like 40 or 50 different movies and limited streaming series. Like they have been for the last couple of years. I think too, what we talked about, you know, Netflix is learning and with, with stranger things, you know, this whole, they, I just got done with the series, okay. the new, the new series. And then they've got two more, episodes or volume 
two or whatever this thing sure. is called yeah. in July that they're supposed to release. So they're starting to learn that they can't just release it all at one time. And I think they're slowly going to take to that. You know, Disney has that model too, where yep. they they're I, not that model too, but they have that model where they're releasing content like once a week. Now these episodes every right. once a week, like in old fashioned television, you know, you saw, you see the new episode once a week. And so I think that's what uh, Netflix is going to go to also mm-hmm. to try to keep people in their, in their, uh, it would, house it would make a lot of sense yeah you know um we're gonna go to another one here another topic now i, I read this one and i told you oh wait don't don't tell me yet don't tell me because sure. i wanted to talk about this on the podcast yes. but i'll read what it says here so it says vince mcmahon resigns as wwe ceo Ooh, yes and then you have okay. like three million and an alleged affair with employee yes what the heck is going on all i heard right. not heard nothing about this okay okay i just found out about this yesterday all right so okay. i'll so i when I wake up in the morning and I have my cup of joe, I open my computer, read the news, and um, I just peruse everything. And I saw this story where Vince McMahon has decided to relinquish his duties as CEO okay. of uh, WWE. And apparently the reason why is because a former WWE employee, mm. who may or may not be a former wrestler, we don't know, she hasn't been named, okay. has uh, allegedly come out with a claim that she had an illicit affair with Vince McMahon. I mean, mm. Vince McMahon being who he is, you can probably gather where where they went with their affair. But at any rate, apparently Vince McMahon has um, paid her $3 million as part of some kind of a settlement. Okay. That's a good chunk of change to keep someone quiet. Well, it didn't work, but, though, did it? You know, it didn't work because the, the <laughs> idiot goes on SmackDown tonight and announces it to millions of people. Wait, who did? Vince McMahon did. He, he went on He went on SmackDown and announced that he's he, going to step down because of the affair? He, he went on SmackDown and announced he was relinquishing his duties. Okay. See, by now, everybody knows why. So he doesn't have to disclose oh, the finer okay, details. Okay, okay. And just, I mean, for just out of curiosity's sake, his daughter, Stephanie, is going to be the interim. CEO okay. while they determine who uh, a permanent one will be. But I was just like, th- this caught my attention because, I mean, look, WWE has always been a soap opera for men. We all know yeah, that. Yeah. And I'm kind of thinking, all right, I believe the story. I believe Vince McMahon being who he is, he's a slime ball. All right. Okay. Nothing that this guy does is ever good except make money for WWE, which he does very well. Mm-hmm. I'm part of me though is thinking, Eric. Okay, could this be another WWE plotline mm. where he steps down and then he comes back in WrestleMania like two years later and says, "I am back." <laughs> I mean, just, maybe, maybe, maybe. I, I don't I, know. What I do you think, think you're onto something because yeah, that's what it is. It's you know, the, the wrestling's all about drama, yes. right? I mean, there's uh, yes, action and drama, and that's yes. just all it is. And yes, it could be. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe are their ratings going down? I wonder what their ratings are right now. I, I don't know what their ratings. are. Are. Uh, what I've heard, what I heard on the news, and what I read in the news today was that WWE stock offering is still really high. The rating, okay. the ratings have kind of plateaued a little bit, so they're not going right. up, but they're not going down. Um, but uh, I mean, they're still a marketing giant. They're they're mm. probably the best sports entertainment marketing giant out there in terms of promoting their product, which is they've always been great at. Yeah, but some there's a little part of skeptical Jason that's coming out there and saying this is probably part of a wrestling storyline, even though I do believe that he's paying some hush money 
to this ex-employee to keep her quiet. Because here, here's a couple of things with that. With one, yes, I mean, well, we know it's, it's hard to keep anything quiet these days. Yep. But um, social media. If if you're paid, usually if if you were to be paid three million, if that is a true figure, three million dollars. Yep. Usually, there's a lot of stipulations where you need to keep your mouth shut. Yep. With that money. Now, if somebody else came out and said, "Well, this is what happened," you know, and and the person that got the money wasn't involved. Okay, there's not much you can do about that, you know. But right. yeah, that that's why this story does strike me as maybe a little bit of a plot line to uh, potentially. Yeah, I, we all know that Vince McMahon likes to make a show out of everything. Yeah. So yeah. my my feeling is okay if this three million dollars does in fact quiet this accuser. And assuming that there aren't any other women that come out and mm. claim that he had duplicitous affairs with them, then things can get really interesting. But assuming it's just this one person, this one ex-employee, he gives her the $3 million, she's fine and happy, then I can see a situation where you know, he might come back. Yeah, but um, again, I, that's a tough one because I don't is. know if you would want to do that plot line if it would be like I had an affair and that would necessarily be a plot line. You know, that okay. would be tough. That would be tough to. Okay. Yeah. I, I think that would be tough. It would be different if he was like, I don't know, maybe you know, you know how the wrestling thing goes. Let's see, yep. I'm trying. I'm trying to think of something real quick. I'm sure I won't. I'll probably think of something great after the show. But yeah. you know, usually <laughs> it would be like, yeah, you know, he's he's uh, uh, you know, he had to have surgery, or he's you know, he broke his back and he'll never come back. And then you know, and then he comes back and he wrestles and tears yeah. off a neck brace or something. Ruptured his bladder in hell in the cell or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you, know? you know, but so I don't know, man. That that's a tough one. That, that's kind of tough. I don't know. It could be, but I, I at the same time, like you're saying, I don't put it past him to yeah. be doing this. So right. Um, anyway, we'll, we'll have oh, to revisit. We'll have to keep track of yes. this and revisit it later down the road. Yeah, we got to get some more information on yeah. this one for Ab- sure. And absolutely, find out some more details, and we'll, we'll go and do a yeah. deep dive on this one. Yep. Um, so, anyway, what, what you got next on the list here? <laughs> okay, so Amber and Johnny. Who cares? Okay. All right, Amber Pretty much. and Johnny Depp. <laughs> yeah, right. So, yeah, we all know that the Johnny Depp defamation lawsuit over Amber Heard ended with Johnny Depp winning. Yes. And he's going to get uh, supposedly a boatload of money from her for winning this case. But I've been noticing that over ever since she lost this case, she has been whining and bickering and crying. Johnny did this to me. Johnny did that to me. Da, 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 da. And she has been making the rounds on social media. She is still spewing this guy's name, dragging it through the mud. Mm. And now she's taking shots at his attorneys, claiming that, his attorneys played a critical role in like messing around with evidence and forcing false testimony out of witnesses. And, and all the while, Eric, I'm just saying to myself, who cares? Yeah. Yeah. Who cares? I, I think we're kind of at that point. I mean, I think yeah. people are, I think people are kind of lost, you know, because they were so, a lot of people, I wasn't necessarily, I wasn't necessarily into the trial. I'd watched some oh, of the highlights and stuff once and in a I'd while. And snip, I'd yeah. seen snippets of it too, yeah. But I think people are lost because they were watching all that and it's like, right. okay, what do I do now? What do I get, you know? Right, right. Um, those kind of trials seem to come along every few years, you know, where people just all get yep. all entwined in that stuff. Yep. Um, yeah, I think at this point, you know, I uh, she better be very careful because <laughs> I, you you know, I think she could be digging a real deep hole here. You know, I mean, she's already in it, and she's just digging it, digging right. it even deeper. So right. I don't know. Um, yeah. So, but but at this point, yeah, I'm kind of done with it. I'd, I'd like to see him as in pirates, though. 
I Johnny. would. Yeah. I was like, seven. give him that. What did he want? Like a, a pack of alpaca? He wanted a alpacas, a 300 alpacas. And, <laughs> 300 alpacas or and something And 300 like million that. or something. Or I don't and know. And a case of rum. Why is all the rum gone? <laughs> I don't know. But, I, ho- I hope uh, Disney comes through with that because I do want to see him. Yeah, right? That would be fun to see Jack Sparrow one last time. Now, we're almost out of time here, but yeah. the, I wanted to go to one more here that, that, that you brought up. Now, yeah, yeah. Uh, it says Hollywood uh, <clears throat> pledges to curb gun violence. Oh, boy. Yeah. Um, and then you had some uh, some Hollywoodies uh, that are uh, signing on to this deal, yes. uh, which is Jimmy Kimmel, Amy Schumer, and Mark Ruffalo, Ruffalo. who are signing on. First off, do yeah. you think Hollywood pledges to curb gun violence? I mean, do you think that's really going to happen? Not entirely. Yeah. No, not not entirely. Here's the thing. Okay, Hollywood is an entertainment industry. It is entertainment and whether you go to see a drama that makes you cry whether you go see a comedy that makes you laugh you go to an action film to see action exactly and an unfortunate and in real time an unfortunate byproduct of that action is is weapons guns all right we i enjoy terminator 2 judgment day because of all all the action that's in it and part of that action is involves gun violence yeah i i remember eric back when the columbine shooting happened um, Senator Hillary Clinton went scorched earth on Hollywood saying that movies like The Matrix and um, Arnold Schwarzenegger movies had deliberately been the result of these guys shooting up the high school. Yeah, with and no facts. With no facts whatsoever. To back and, that up. and no, To back it up. And so this story about Hollywood curbing its gun violence comes just less than two weeks after the, the Uvalde school shooting. Mm-hmm. Which, uh, look, it was bad. We're, we're still stinging over that one. But when you look at the people who have already signed on to this one, Jimmy Kimmel, Amy Schumer, Mark Ruffalo, three individuals who are very, 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 and in case I didn't stress the word enough, very liberal about just politics in general, Three people that I think are very closed-minded about their activism and about the way situations need to be, but and I'll add three people that probably have uh, armed security guards to go with they them wherever probably they probably do. But the the thing is, is that if you curb gun violence out of action movies, you're going to take away the action from the movie, and people aren't going to go see your movies. The movie's going to tank. Exactly. I mean, in other words, what would Top Gun, we talked about how, how good Top Gun was. What would it be without it blowing up planes in the air, right? Nothing. It would make $5 at the box office. <laughs> uh, look, Hollywood will probably, they will probably find a way to tell directors and screenwriters and producers, look, let's cut back on, on the gun violence here for a little bit. But Hollywood knows that it is not going. The bottom line, folks, is this. Action movies sell because they have action, and if they have guns in it and gun violence, that's what makes them sell. It's unfortunate, but it's true. Well, it's not unfortunate in the sense that, I'll say this, you know, stories over time, I mean, we're talking since the beginning of time, have had... Um, obviously they haven't had guns at the beginning of time, but stories over the, from the beginning of time have had a lot of violence in them, you know, yes. and drama. And that's what, I mean, Shakespeare plays. I mean, everything, you can go up to history mm-hmm. and, and, and all these stories. And then you just add the media, you add radio and they would have gunshots, you know, in them, or they would have, you know, stabbings the or old whatever. RKO shows. And then you, and then you go to now we got, you know, moving pictures and, yep. and this is what they do and that's what they show. Yeah. So the point being is that, listen, it's, it's all part of drama. And I don't think, you know, the general public, it doesn't affect them. I mean, I don't go watching these things and I feel any, my spirit feels any worse or heavier 
for watching a good action movie, you but, know, because I know what's in it, right? Right, you know, right. And the, I know it's fake and phony. This is my one singular problem with this argument, okay? Um, where was this activism five years ago? Where was, during all of the other school shootings that have happened since then, why didn't Mark Ruffalo and Amy Schumer and Jimmy Kimmel get up after the shooting at the school in Pearl, Mississippi? All right, why didn't they... We've also had a couple of universities that have had gun violence. Where was this activism then? Why didn't they demand well, that Hollywood cut gun violence after these other school shootings that have happened over the last 15 to 20 years? Well, I'll even go a step further and I'll say, okay, they didn't do it then. They're doing it now. Okay, that's fine. But why don't they come up with a solution instead of just do political posturing? Why don't they say, hey, exactly. I'm going to take my money and I'm going to hire security guards to watch some of these schools in my area. Yeah. You know, why don't they do that and get some security guards in there? Or why don't they do other things? But it's funny how people always want to, they never put their uh, money where the mouth is, right? And it's always, as that old saying goes, and it's always a political posturing, you know. And, oh, and it's always after something really big happens. Yeah. Okay. They're not like Leonardo DiCaprio, who goes on his social media accounts every day and advocates for climate control, advocates for climate change. Is that while he's flying in his private jet all over while the world? While he's flying in his private jet, which is polluting the air ad nauseum with very at least, toxic... At, at, yeah. least he, at least he's on there every day the, doing it. Right. Though, right. The point at I'm making is, is that Leonardo DiCaprio doesn't wait for the Amazon rainforest to be completely plowed over to say, look, we need to True. save the okay, Amazon I'll rainforest. True. Okay, I'll give him that. I'll give he's him out that. there. Okay, hypocritical as he may be, he's still at least taking... Putting, you know, he's doing it on an yeah. everyday basis. These people, I think, are just doing it to make a stink about it. And yeah. they're using yeah, a terrible, unfortunate situation to make a stink about it. Yeah. I mean, have they even asked the families how they're doing? Have they talked to the families? Have they, you know, anything with the families? No. Not okay. that I know of. Not that I've read. No, it's just, yeah. Anyway, yeah. so I I, uh, I think that they will, They like you said, I think there'll be some minor maybe curbing of it. But ultimately, yeah. I mean, if you're going to watch an action movie, you know, you're going to watch, there's going to be yeah, and, something going on in there violently. Right. And, and look, <laughs> let's, let's see if it's Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> right. Yeah. Good luck getting Tarantino to cut back on that stuff, huh? Let, let's say hypothetically that Hollywood does. Let's say they come out with a couple of action movies that, okay, have a little bit of gun violence in it, but not too much. Eventually, at some point, people are going to stop attending those movies. They won't break in the dollars that they traditionally do. And when that starts to happen, when you start, when Hollywood starts to lose profit on its films, I guarantee you, it will go back to doing what it did well. Exactly. Before. Well, and yeah. Just like we're saying, to. just like we're saying with Top Gun, you know, they're yeah. kind of they're going back to the blockbuster. I mean, they they know how to make them. So yeah. yeah, there you go. They just have to do it. Yeah, and so and it's also like if these people really truly like if Mark Ruffalo really feels as strong about gun violence in movies then he probably needs to boycott the Avengers films that he's been in, the Marvel films that he's sure. been in, because those have had plenty of gun violence in them, you know, yeah. plenty of themed animated violence in them too. So and some say take all the money he's made from those and maybe mm -hmm. maybe help the families out, put it into something to help these families that have yep. had to deal with this. So. Yeah, exactly. But uh, anyway, guys, hey, that is going to do it for us this week. So yeah. Outstanding. We, yeah. had a, we had a fun wait, time on the show. Waiting for the music. There it is. <laughs> yeah, like, wait, that's it's coming cute. in. That's it's coming cute. in. I hear. <laughs> anyway, yeah, we hope you enjoyed. This is a little bit different uh, different format here. We just did some quick news. We hope you enjoyed it. And uh, Don't forget to click like below. Leave us some comments. And if we should talk right. about something, let us know. Five stars. Always correct number of stars. And until... Only a number of stars. <laughs> and until next time. Adios. 
Hey, thank you so much for listening. Now, I want you to go check out one of the other best podcasts around. It's called the No Focus Radio Hour. It has comedy and insight from the greatest minds in the know. And how do I know? Well, because I'm part of that great show also. So please go check it out. It's available on all your podcasting apps. The No Focus Radio Hour.